This is Anchor LA, a daily podcast presenting world headlines, technology news, arts and data, and daily encouragement from the Praise Light Media Studios in Panorama City, California. Good day, it's Friday, the 20th of October, 2017. The wildfires that have devastated Northern California this month caused at least $1 billion in damage to insured property, and authorities raised the number of homes and other buildings destroyed to nearly 7,000. Both numbers were expected to rise as crews continue assessing areas scorched by the blazes that killed 42 people. The initial insurance total covered 5,449 total home losses as well as 3,000 vehicle losses and 601 commercial property losses, making it one of the worst natural disasters in California history. Amazon has announced a new teenager version of the shopping service. In theory, until now, parents were forced to either deny all Amazon access to their children, micromanage their accounts, or be pestered about what they wanted all the time. Well, that's no longer an issue with Amazon's new service, which enables a teenager to make purchases from their own account, which in turn notifies parents to approve or decline the order. If your child is on a budget and is only allowed to spend a certain amount of money, you can set that as well. Parents will still be notified, as will the children, of the delivery date, and assumedly what was ordered if just a budget is set. Just another way that Amazon is designing their infrastructure around the so-called modern family. After 15 years of construction, the Sydney Opera House was dedicated on the 20th of October, 1973 by Queen Elizabeth II, 44 years ago today. The opening was televised and included fireworks and a performance of Beethoven's Symphony No. 9. The $80 million structure was designed by a Danish architect and funded by the profits of the Opera House Lotteries. It was built along Benelong Point in Sydney, Australia. Famous for its geometric roof cells, the structure contains several large auditoriums and presents an average of 3,000 events every year to an estimated 2 million people. The first performance in the complex was the Australian Opera's production of Sergei Prokofiev's War and Peace, which was held in the 1,547-seat Opera Theater. The Opera House also contains several other theaters, multi-purpose venue rooms, and even a recording studio. The building and its surroundings occupy the whole of Benelong Point on Sydney Harbor between Sydney Cove and Farm Cove, adjacent to the Sydney Central Business District and the Royal Botanic Gardens. The Sydney Opera House remains Sydney, Australia's best-known landmark. Today's challenge focuses on a discussion within the church, one that has been tossed around for centuries with varying opinions and views and denominations arising out of it. The question is, are Christians today under the so-called law? Well, first and foremost, we need to define this law. 
Sometimes in context, we can get misled as to what the word law means when referenced, particularly in the Old Testament. For instance, Psalm 19 mentions the law of the Lord is perfect, but law here would be better translated as instruction or direction, teaching, God's word. It's not just referring to what we would describe as the Old Testament law, when asking our question, are we under the law? But rather, the law here is referring to scripture, the book that God has given us. Again, in Psalm 119, we hear the psalmist's adoration when he says, Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. He is describing his love for the words given to us by God, the Bible. Again, not limiting it only to what we in the post-New Testament era would describe as the Torah or the Ten Commandments. The psalmist is referring to the fact that he loves the words that God has given to us. He treasures them as they come directly from his God. In the same way, we are to love God's word now. Now, when we read most New Testament references to law, it refers to what we understand as the Old Testament law, the Torah, the Ten Commandments, the rules and regulations that were set for Israel to adhere to, to live under in order to be justified. So in answer to the question, are we as Christians under the law? The answer is very simple, no. First of all, we read in Romans 10 that Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. Ever since the death of Christ by his grace, we no longer need to strive to enslave ourselves to the set of rules given to Israel in order to be justified. Belief in Christ ends that striving, that searching, the fruitless pursuit for righteousness through deficient efforts to save ourselves by following the law. Christ is the end of that. He followed the law perfectly. He obeyed it perfectly for us. Romans 7 says that we have died to the law through the body of Christ, so that we may belong to another, to him who has been raised from the dead, that's Christ, in order that we may bear fruit for God. We are not under the commandments and mandates set in the Old Testament commonly referred to as the law because we are under grace, the grace given to us by God when he sent his son to pay our sins penalty by living a perfect life, paying the punishment required by our sins, and then conquering death by rising from the dead. The purpose of the Old Testament law was basically to bring God's people to Christ, as we read in Galatians 3. It was our guardian until Christ came almost 2,000 years ago, in order that we might be justified by faith. Now, when we look at the Old Testament law in light of the entire Bible, we see grace. We see Christ and we follow him and his example out of love for him and what he has done for us. We stake our lives in the gospel of Christ, and then instead of serving the law, we serve one another 
in love. In His grace, Christ has released us from that requirement to live under and obey the law perfectly. We are freed from sin and the law, and now in love for Him, we joyfully serve Him. But we serve Him with a transformed heart, one that no longer desires to live in sin, one that longs to please our Savior, our Master who bought us, Christ whom we love. Don't get caught up in the belief that we must keep the Old Testament laws in order to be saved like some form of bondage and a task which God's Word tells us we cannot possibly do as sinful humans. That's another purpose of the Old Testament law. The Israelites knew that there must be something else that they could be justified by because they knew they could not keep the law perfectly. May we also be able to glean from both Testaments the example of love that we are to have for the Word of God. That example set by those like the psalmist who developed an adoration for the words that God has passed down to us. May we never allow ourselves to try to place ourselves back under the bondage and the taskmaster of the law, trying to do what only Christ could do. Christ has saved us. Thanks for listening to Anchor LA on Twitter at Anchor LA Podcast and Facebook.com slash Anchor LA, where you can find links and information to various topics we cover on the show. Contact us anytime with questions or comments or call into our show directly on the Anchor app with input or suggestions. We'd always love to hear from you. Until next time from Panorama City, California, I'm Ben Ditzel. This is Anchor LA.